0: You're listening to SCGA Off the Hazel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Biff Lathrop.
1: Hey, and welcome back to another episode of SCGA Off the Hazel,
2: the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. I'm Alan Knight, joined by Biff Weyser. What's happening, Biff? Not much. Hope everybody's doing well enjoying some of this warm weather we got outside right now. Man, it's beautiful out. There. It is awesome outside. It is I wish we had a golf tournament today, but we just picked a bad weekend. So. But I'm uh,
1: sure you got something coming up, don't you? We got a whole plethora of yeah. stuff
2: coming up between March and April. Buckle up; it's things getting right. really serious around <laughs> here. So, um, we, we've been on it already. We've we since we last got together, uh, our junior crowd has really been busy. Had a couple different events. So the the big one that we did. Uh, up at Chanticleer Greenville Country Club, the Chanticleer course, our or Morgan Lucas event. It uh, used to be a high school team event, and uh, we turned it into an individual event a few years ago. Or Greenville did. We go up there and run it for them. Um, but had some good weather there. It was kind of a, some cold starts, and our man Craig Harris held us off a little bit from getting on the golf course early early in the morning. Did he? he you know, Craig. He's, yeah. He's very protective of that golf course, and I don't blame him. He should be.
1: Yeah, I agree. So I we, agree. but we
2: got it done. They were worked well with us, and we were able to get out there and uh got all the kids around we had two age groups of 13 to 18 year olds for boys and girls yeah. and a name this name keeps popping up uh we we know who she is uh going to clemson next year miss sydney roberts say as soon as you say clemson right? I knew sydney yeah girls 13 and 18 division sydney went out there and shot a little score 77 72 for a four-shot victory over abby franks
1: good man. abby's a good player too abby's
2: a good player that's sydney boy she's been hot she's, yeah she's played good
1: i just saw on social media she's playing in the Dustin Johnson Invitational down yep, there. Good for her. Yeah. I think
2: uh, I think Tip Price has got qualified, went down there and got him a qualified oh, spot too a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, so we have some reputation there, and in um, and the boys 13 and 18 age group, uh, Mr. Little Andrew Gregory shot a 74-71 for a two-shot victory over two others. Uh, Miles Eubanks and Coleman Ferguson finished two shots back, but... Andrew, what a, what a couple good rounds there, 74-71. He, he's
1: not so little anymore. He's, no, he's not. He was little when I was here. Yeah. Uh, well, young, but uh, he certainly turned out to be a good player.
2: And, you know, for, for those guys and girls to get around Chanticleer, I mean, you've been around Chanticleer. Chanticleer's yeah. not not easy. No. It's not easy. Not and, at all. Uh, they got around, with, like I said, with some cold, start mornings, but there's some, some sunshine and warm temperatures in the afternoons. So we just another great event. Uh, Greenville Country Club has done such a great job with that. and. They had little snack stations around the golf course in yeah. different holes, which was kind of cool, yeah. kind of a different experience for everybody, so they, they did a wonderful job, and again, our junior staff went up there and did a good job to, to make it happen, so nice. we were glad to get that one finished, and came right back, uh, right behind there on President's Day. Uh, you know, schools mm-hmm. are out on President's Day, so we had, our, we had our President's Day one day over at Darlington Country Club. Yeah. Had a had a big crowd there, had had good weather again, and... Uh, added a couple different divisions. We added the twelve and unders for that for that event, and that's okay. also part of our player series. You know, the one day player series event. So yep. um The girls twelve and under, Miss AC Peak shot a little forty six okay. to get a one shot victory, and and the boys twelve and under, Jack Coleman shot a thirty eight. They obviously played nine holes, and he had a he had a four shot victory with his thirty eight. My man, which is pretty strong and. Then in the older girls division, the thirteen to eighteen year olds, Miss Gracie Lee shot a seventy-nine Good for her. to get the victory. And then uh Evan Prickett uh yeah. shot shot a two under par sixty-nine to win the thirteen and eighteen year old division. Wow. Yep. So it was uh, you know, again, like I said, it's part of the player series and, and so they get they garner points for those those victories and yeah. the, 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 the Evan and Gracie who won their age divisions, uh they have immediate exemptions into the upstate junior the orange jacket and the fall challenge. Good for them. So again, that's the purpose of this series—kind of a battlefield promotion. You go yeah. win, you get spots. You get you get awarded. So yeah. uh, you get an opportunity. It, that's right. It's been we've gotten a lot of great great return on it. A lot of people have been very happy about it. We're excited about it. Um, we are actually looking to expand our junior staff. We're going to be adding one more to our junior staff to uh-uh. help with. All the events in this new player series. So, nice. if anybody's interested out there, knows someone young that wants to get involved with golf and uh, the golf industry, has a little knowledge of golf, we'd love to talk to them. They can get in touch with Justin Fleming here at the SCGA office, and Beautiful. Uh, we've got we've got job descriptions, and we'd lo- love to talk to them. So, growing, we are growing. We're busting at seams in this I little know. office of ours. We're getting ready to have to do something here too before long. Yeah. So, now where did you say that? Where was that one day? The one day was at Darlington Country Darlington, Club.
1: Darlington, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I, I follow them on. Twitter Darlington yeah. Agronomy. There you go. Yeah, they're fun. They do a good job there, man. They do. They've been
2: very accommodating to us. We're yeah. very lucky to be able to go there and uh, get that done. So that was kind of since we've been together. That's the that's really the only few events we've done so far. And there's a little bit of time frame, but that's yeah. just because we got so much more coming up.
1: Now I'm gonna say this. You said two events. You also had a rules seminar for your rules officials. We
2: did. We got our, our, our SCGA staff and our junior staff got together, and we had uh, about a dozen rules officials came in, and we spent a Saturday uh, preparing for them and, and, and kind of letting them, you know. We don't really do rules with them. They're rules yeah. officials. They know the rules. But right. We talk about our policies and procedures. and yeah, We had a good day there. And then Kirk and I were actually, that also that, that weekend in the Morgan Lucas, we were up in Greensboro for the Carolina's PGA oh, yeah. show. How was that? Uh, it was good. You know, we do a booth. We share a booth with the Carolinas Golf Association and the Women's Golf Association. Yeah. Uh, they haven't. They weren't able to do a show in 2021. Right. Um. But it was good to be back. Uh, see everybody. You know, for us, it's an opportunity to, to shake hands and see all these pros that we deal with, and, yeah. and just to let them know we're there supporting them and doing what we can to help them. And they had a. It looked to me like they had a pretty full uh, room of, of vendors in there. So good. It was, it was a good turnout.
1: You know, I read. I read that. Like at the major shows, the national show, all the major sponsors or club manufacturers didn't go to Titleist. Yeah,
2: well, I you know they weren't at this one. They okay, Titleist and yeah. and Taylor Made and they weren't they weren't there. And uh, you know I, I understand it. They're at the point now. I guess the, businesses is changing. I mean that's how we're rolling. Yeah, the,
1: like the, the superintendent show out in San Diego, I think had a half capacity of what oh, yeah. traditional. Yeah,
2: yeah. So. It's, it's it's been interesting. It's been very interesting. I know everyone's going through it and uh, different ways of doing business now and. Obviously, prices are going up, and uh, but but I, all I can say is, is you know, pray for Ukraine. We're not in Ukraine fighting for That's our right. lives right That's now. That's right. So uh, we're talking about golf, of I all know. things.
1: And as we get into the warmer season and your good tournament's about to kick off, I'm looking at the pollen plumes out here. And Yeah, boys. So if, uh,
2: <laughs> if, if anything's like what we're seeing out there, this grass should be popping here before long and flowers and azaleas and uh, all that great stuff. And in fact, we've got some – like I said, we got a a bunch of events coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, as this is being aired, we would have just finished our partners championship, which is over at Windermere and Spring Valley this year. Yeah, uh, we've got a hundred teams, hundred two man teams. Wow. Uh, we bust them up into two different divisions, and then we flight them after the first round within their division. They they flip flop courses, and uh, the the first day is a fun day, kind of a captain's choice format, and then the next day we do a a modified Texas scramble oh, where you good. you both hit your t balls, you pick the best one, and you both <laughs> yeah, play your ball from I there. I like so that. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good way to start the season off and get the competitive juices going again. And yeah. man, our guys love it. Like I said, a hundred a hundred teams, and and it's it's awesome. Right, this is a awesome. good time. Yep, um, we. Follow that up with uh, the, the next weekend on Sunday and Monday of the next weekend. We have our Palmetto Cup team matches. How long has that been going? Oh gosh, you put me on the spot. It's been years and years and years. Uh, Pro- long long thirty? Yeah, probably at least thirty. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, that, for those of you who aren't aware, those are our our top ten regular tournament players and our top four senior tournament players from the SCGA, and the same from the Carolinas PGA. Uh, South Carolina chapter, and we get together and have a couple good days of com- competition and, and food, and uh, it's fun. It's, it's yep. a good couple of days. So we're, and we're excited to be at Wood Creek, which, you know, all the work they've done out there. So Clem nice. King's a host, and he's, it's always good with Clem.
1: Do you have any rookies on your team this year? Uh,
2: we do, uh, matter of fact. I've got a Jason Steiner uh, okay. who's playing with us. Uh, he is, as far as the Palmetto Cup, he, he's a rookie there. Yeah. And I think um, – I think other than that we got a lot of the re- repeat players, you know. Yeah. A lot of these guys keep on playing and, and, and they earn their points. This isn't a hand picked thing. This is we, we go down the list yeah. with uh, our player of the year points list and um so we're excited.
1: There are people I know who focus on Absolutely. The points list Absolutely. and making that Listen, team. We,
2: it's, it's, it's competitive. And, and we got beat last year. You know, these, uh, these you? pros, man, you know, these pros, they work a lot. And, and for them to come out there and put their game to, to yeah. out there in front of us, and they took us down. So we got a little revenge coming in this year. We're, we're excited about the about the competition. And uh, that, that next weekend, that that Saturday and Sunday after the Palmetto Cup, Joe Quick and the foundation and the juniors are going to be down at watch us all for the Can-Am team. Actually. Oh, yeah. So uh, all the – Teams from the Canadian team comes in, and they spend you know they spend a couple weeks down here, right? Uh, getting their game in, in shape, and then we take our, our top juniors and go down. I think it's eight boys and eight girls, and uh, they have two days of competition. And Watchers has really taken this thing as it is their own event. They have taken ownership of it. They raise a lot of dollars to make it happen, so we can buy gear and pay for food and lodging. And yeah, it's a uh, it's, it's a good. lot. It's a good. lot. It is a lot, but it's a. Uh, it's a good couple of days, and we're excited to be able to host the Canadians. Uh, it always amazes me when those kids come in here. They've been up in Canada, haven't been outside playing golf necessarily, and right. they come down here and get their games in line real quick <laughs> and put up a pretty yep. good competition and taking us down a few times too. That's so. right. Um, that same weekend, that Sunday, uh, our Caddy Classic. Yeah. We'll be doing yeah. that at, at Lancaster Golf Club. Now, unfortunately, this year with the Hootie and the Blowfish Monday after the Masters will be happening in April, early April. But uh unfortunately uh they, they are they are not having spectators and, and they're kind of slimming it down just a little bit and right. caddies are not gonna be part of it this year. But we'll get that back. But yep. but you know, normally in the caddy classic, the, 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 the trophy for winning in the caddy classic is to come down and caddy for one of these celebrities or pros and the and the person who finishes first gets to pick first who That's they want right. caddy for. So yep. it's always been pretty good. It's a Usually a good day. We hope to get back, again, the last piece of normalcy, maybe back to that next year in 2023. That's, yep. Um, so, yeah, we're excited, man. Like I said, that's the that's the beginning. That gets us through the mid-March. And then, then then like I said, hold on. we senior four balls and heritage and golf balls. And, by the way, if golf ball is going to be happening April the 7th, uh, we're going to be at the Alumni Center downtown Columbia. Um, we'd love to have – Anybody who wants to come and be a part of it? It's a golf party. I think I mentioned last time we we will have online uh, uh, bidding opportunities yeah. through Qtago. So uh, go to scjgf.org and, and check that out and see what see what kind of opportunities there are.
1: I saw the tweet or Instagram post a day or two ago, and
2: I already checked out the tickets. Ready to go? There you go, baby. It's I'm a fun time. To it's, it. it's a party.
1: It is. We didn't have you know it didn't I've have the last, last year. couple of years. So we're, yeah. we're
2: excited to get back. It's kind of. We're having to knock the rust off and remember how to do this. Thing nah, again, y'all, you know? believe me, you won't forget how to do that. I promise. <laughs> well, the you know, first time we were at the Alumni Center was in yeah, 19. That's different. So I agree. We're, we're coming back in to yeah. so not having done it in 2021. But our team is ready. They are, they are ready to make it happen, and we're looking forward to a great evening.
1: Say, so go get Lynn from the fairgrounds and bring them over to people you used to work there with. There you go. The, uh who we got today on the on the show
2: so today is one of our favorite people al you and i've spent some time with him and i know you spend a little more time than me especially in some nascar oh, atmospheres yeah, yeah. Uh, mr kyle Trainum is going to be with us today. my man yes yep. sir kyle's the superintendent out at willow creek and uh we're look had a good good opportunity to speak with him and hear some of the insides of his business and, and what what these superintendents deal with on a regular
1: and his family his dad was a, a actually a former, president of, the yep, former president of the
2: golf association he built uh was it paris mountain up there i believe so yeah and uh he's got a what is his brother-in-law's dillard dillard pruitt who was rules official out on the tour that's his cousin cousin yeah okay well yeah. i knew they're all related somehow or yeah. yeah
1: they are they are and, and uh but it's a great story kyle's a good guy a good superintendent and hosted our state
2: junior and uh, drive, chip, and putt Yep He's done you know, uh, We've done stadium, stadium qualifiers He's He's been great And he's got Bermuda greens now Which really makes yes. him happy Yeah we have Yeah we were on grass back yep. All those times That's right That's right hey, So he's he's got some good stories I think it'll be a good Good listen for everybody And I uh, hope everybody enjoys
0: Here you go Together, the South Carolina Golf Association, the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, and the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation strive to promote, preserve, and grow the game of golf in South Carolina. Through a combined effort, each association and the foundation work to support amateur golf, junior golf, and grow the games initiatives throughout the state of South Carolina. Be sure to follow all three organizations on our social media handles for the latest and greatest updates and news. The My SCGA app is also a great way for all members to post scores, follow live scoring at SCGA Major Championships, and stay updated on all things SCGA. To follow live scoring of the SCJGA events, download the SCJGA app.
1: Cal them. Thank you so much for joining us on SCGA Off the Hazel.
3: Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It's
1: Good having you, Bo. <laughs> now Kyle has a very his his family history is deep in South Carolina golf. Sure is deep in probably the way to put it. But and you're also now the golf course superintendent at Willow Creek yep. Golf Club, correct?
2: Yep. Now been there for a while. haven't yeah, Been there you?
3: for 21 years.
2: Okay, 21 years. Wow, I didn't realize it was that long. <laughs> You've seen a lot around that place in 21 years, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Where'd Probably you, more than I wanted to see. <laughs> Where'd
1: you get your turf degree from?
2: Hard knocks. I hear you. No, I didn't go to college.
1: Okay. Good for you, man.
2: But you learn. You learn a lot. I mean, that, you know, yeah. I, a college is what it is. But I mean, once you get out there in the real world and do that stuff and learn it for yourself and trial and error and make yeah. it make it happen.
3: Well, I, when I got out of high school, I went and worked at Pebble Creek, and uh, I worked for a guy that was. He made you learn it. You know, I didn't really have much of a choice. I mean, I learned a lot from my dad growing yep. up and stuff. And then Green school, Valley, correct? Yeah. Um, and at high, In high school, I worked uh, up at Parish Mountain Country Club uh, during the summer and stuff. And then I worked for my cousin landscaping too. But but when I got to Pebble Creek, it was really a <clears throat> uh, the superintendent there, Sonny Holcomb. He kinda, Oh, yeah. He took me under his wing, and he, I learned a lot from him. Plus, it was a big corporation, Club Corp and uh, i learned a lot about the um uh, corporate yeah. side of it
2: goods and the bads
3: yeah yeah most of it was good that's a good learning experience i mean they uh i'd say they probably give me a lot of structure more so than anything
2: pebble creek i mean the 36 holes i mean that's big big property
3: yeah i was there for uh the last nine hole edition and uh that was really my only grow in until we did the change our greens out in yeah. 2019 so but it was yeah it was i mean that's like a whole county right <laughs> city over there i mean the golf course is spread out all over the place
2: we we did that uh we did the four ball the junior, junior four ball over there and i can remember how i, I went up there a couple times for it i mean that thing spread was spread out brother i was there the yeah.
3: first one i was there for the first two or three really yeah.
1: do you remember who won the first one
3: revis yes
2: yeah,
1: that's right we had
3: and some Lucas big names win that thing yeah paul, paul was there i think paul was kind of running that
2: yeah where we are. yeah yep
3: yep that's right um but yeah, there was some there was some good golfers there. I can't really remember all of them that was there at that. Time. There's a lot of them
2: came through. We got a list, we got a trophy in our office. In fact that that tournament, due to necessary evils of the point system that these juniors all worried about now, kinda of has gone away. Right. Um, but we're trying to bring it back. So right. and, and another 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 method is be announced. But uh, that was a yeah, you look through those names on there, there's a lot of good names that came through there. And yeah. then they worked it into a Halloween theme where they themed it. The, 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 we did a best dress yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween. And these costume. kids the
1: I thought it'd be team uniforms, but they went crazy because it was around Halloween. But yeah. it was impressive. I think
3: Rick Rick Veef, he's over yeah. there. Yeah. He was kind of influential in starting that, I think. Yeah, oh,
2: he very, was. He was Barry. he was very yeah. influential and he's probably the reason we're trying to get it coming back too. Yeah. So he's still he's still the chair of our foundation, so he's got a lot of uh, influence on the yeah. things Rick's we're trying
1: thing to do. Yeah. So tell me about your family, your dad. Is it your dad or your grandfather? Who, uh, was, well, who was quite the player? I'd say
3: on the, my dad. Okay, My dad was. Um, my grandfather was a good player, but he he never really, I think that from what I'm told, he always went out with like three clubs, and that's <laughs> all he would take out to play. But he kind of, I would say, kind of started the golf on our side of the family. And you,
1: your dad being Dillard trained him, correct? Yeah. And he is featured in the C.G.A. Hall of Fame room.
3: No, he's not. Oh no, he's uh, he's in the South Carolina. Yeah, he's in the South yeah. Carolina Golf Hall of Fame. Not the Not the Carolinas. But
1: I'm saying in there, in their museum, they have. There's definitely a. Oh, in the Carolinas. At yeah, the Carolinas oh, yeah, 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 office, yeah. There's a Dillard train. Of, maybe he won the C.G.A. Amateur. He did. He won yeah. the
3: Carolinas Junior and the, okay. the Carolinas Amateur. Go over yep. what, everything. And he won the South Carolina Open, which I think is run by the Carolina PGA. PGA. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: PGA. And he was, uh, I think he was an amateur champion with us. Um, twice. Twice. He was our president, SCGA president, back in 58. Yeah, um, Actually went into the Hall of Fame in 1978. Pretty good. Pretty good group went in there. Jane Covington, Grant Bennett, Diller Trainum, Randy Glover, and Charles Roundtree Jr. That's pretty good company. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, mean, I was there. Where are you I was? With? Yeah, it was at Cobb's Glen. Uh, I was just a little. You I had to be, be young. Yeah, I was like five. Yeah. So. So you were born into this. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing. About <laughs> I'm
1: with you.
2: Yeah. The I, John- I
3: mean, I. I mean, that was kind of part of our household was. Uh, South Carolina Golf Association, Carolinas Golf Socia- Carolina Superintendents Association, because they were already involved. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's just—I mean, that to me, that was—I thought everybody did it's that. That's what you did. <laughs> right? you know, um, but you know, as time went on, I, you know, I got into school and stuff, and shoot, everybody in school—they didn't even know what golf was. Right. They laughed at me, you know, playing golf.
1: So a Green Valley. Did y'all build Green Valley?
3: No, that okay. was. Uh, that was uh, that was a hip family. They own Liberty Life Insurance Company. They, okay. they started that, and that was a uh, George Cobb design. But my dad came there in '71 as the superintendent. Okay, and uh, of course that's where I was born. And right, but I mean it was a three or four day. As long as the weather was good, we would we lived right at number one T box. The cart sheds there now. Um, They had a house there for the uh, superintendent, and uh, we would walk out and go up to number one and drop a few balls and play number one and play 13 and 14 and come back up to the house. Nice. Yeah, that was just a two or three day a week routine. Pretty cool. Did
1: you have a family member pass away there? Was that? Green Valley? Yeah. Mm. Uh, A maintenance worker, perhaps, tractor accident?
3: No, there was a guy that right before my dad got there, okay. on number four, had uh, right. was cutting along that creek and flipped a tractor. I don't know why I yeah. thought that was a family member. No, no okay. I, I believe that was before my dad got there.
1: All right, so your your dad was a great amateur. He was, was doing the superintendent stuff while he was playing amateur golf? Yeah, he did
3: that from, um, I mean, growing up, my grandparents built Parish Mountain Country Club. Okay. Um Actually at the time my, what, my grandfather was the superintendent at Greenville Country Club really um, where basically where the clubhouse is now the driveway they had a house there for the superintendent so all my my uncles and aunts they were all born there and uh, raised there and while he was the superintendent there he uh, he built nine holes at Paris Mountain and it opened in 1938. Oh, and wow. um and then he retired from there in forty five and opened the the back nine to Paris Mountain Country and Club.
1: You think about construction now versus them? Yeah. mule yeah. I mean there wasn't as much equipment too.
3: No, the front nine was all done with uh pans, mules and pans yeah. and then then they had a uh, tractors and stuff on the second nine. But my dad he he worked there, um and he, he actually could have went and played college guy. He had a scholarship to play at Wake Forest with Palmer. Really? Chose to stay home, and then he got drafted. And he was stationed at Fort Jackson. He worked on the golf course while he was in the wow. army. And then when he come home, he was back as a superintendent at Parrish Mountain. Left there in, I will say, 68. He went down and built... Uh, Seagull, which is the Founders Club now. Yeah, oh, okay. Built that and stayed down there for a while. And I think the bugs and stuff running back up to the, back up to the mountain. <laughs> Last time I was
2: at the Founders Club, there were not no bugs. It was about thirty-eight degrees with a slight breeze and a, and a, a sideways rain. <laughs> there weren't no bugs in, but I, was, I had no idea he was down there. On, yeah, it. he was
3: there for two or three years. And Did you
1: uh, spend any time there?
3: No, that was okay. before I was born. Okay. Um, he actually he came back and came to Carolina Springs down here, which was Whippoorwill at wow. that time. And uh, stayed there for a couple of years and went to Green Valley. And stayed there for Man. Uh, about 11 years, I guess.
1: And Between this and the Tommy Beershank episode, there's been a lot of golf courses mentioned I'm not aware of.
2: Well, you know, the thing, what's funny is, looks like you said with Carolina Springs, that the transition to some of these golf courses have been through name changes and some have gone away, some have still there. But in
1: fact, Paris Mountain is now back to Paris Mountain, but it was. Yeah, it
3: was Somerset. Right. That, That's Right. That happened in about 78, I guess. Okay. And then uh, I have a cousin and a couple other guys that they bought it. I think they opened in 2014. Yeah. January 1st, they opened it back up. As they had Paris a big Mountain ceremony. Yeah. yeah.
1: The Haases were there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cousins, yeah, who all who all are you
3: related to?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, just, How long is this um, episode? <laughs> <but>
3: <laughs> Dillard Pruitt. Yeah. Um, his mother and my dad were brother and sisters. And Dillard's sister, Jan, she's married to Jay. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. So so that's your cousins, Mm -hmm. Dillard and Mm -hmm. Jan. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Dillard was actually named after my dad. They didn't, my my dad waited so late to get married and uh, they didn't think he was going to have kids. So they named Dillard Pruitt. Dillard Pruitt's name, I think, is Dillard Trainem Pruitt.
2: Wow. And Dillard won the amateur in 82. Right. There's all kinds of amateur trophies on the man around the (laughs) channel. (laughs)
3: Jan's, I think Jan's got, I know she's got one of my dad's, I think. Oh, yeah. Really? Um, And I'm not mistaken, my brother may have the other one, and I don't have them. (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure Jan's got that one. She may have Dillard's, and of course
2: she's got Bill's. Right. That's right, because Bill Haas won an amateur, too. What <laughs> was he, 0-3? Three. Uh, Bill, Bill, was, uh, yeah, Bill was in oh three 3 at, at Greenville Country Club. Yeah,
1: Santa Claire.
2: Good Lord, man. I don't know where all the trophies are now. If I better need to go <laughs> get them back. So,
1: what's Christmas like around your house? Uh, I mean, do you, you don't get together with all of them, do you?
3: Yeah, we, we do. Um, usually around the middle of December, we have a golf tournament. Um, at Paris Mountain. Yes. Yeah. It's been... They've had it at Thornblade. Um, it's been at Paris Mountain. Actually, when it started, it started back like in the mid-'80s, and it was at a golf course called Hillendale. Wow. And I've it was more of, of a... It was just the kind of the males, the older males. <laughs> I mean, I remember going to it. I, I didn't get to play in it. Huh. Um, but um, as the years went on, it progressed more and more to... Letting younger people play. Family. And I probably homes. started playing it in the late '80s, and uh, and then now, I mean, we, there's women, young girls, Anybody that wants to play can play. Doesn't matter whether you can break 150 or if you can break, uh, yeah, par you, you can play.
1: And Kyle's, uh, you're a good stick too. What's your handicap?
3: Do you know, I, I'm probably about a five or a six. Right. There you go. Uh, but um, what my butt last time I'm we pretty played. Pretty
2: good for working man.
3: Yeah, I don't. My my game comes and goes. It's like the weather. (laughs) But uh, I still love playing. Um, I don't play as I'm kind of a fair weather golfer too. I don't. I'm not getting. I can play golf every day, really, if I if I want to. But I'm not getting out in the cold.
2: Well, it's kind of like people. You know, they ask me if I play all the time, and I mean, I got to be honest. I love the game. I love working the game, but I I get a day off, and I kind of want to do something different. Yeah. If it's being on riding around the pontoon boat or whatever it is, it's just kind right. of get away a little bit. Well, if you
3: see me in the bad weather, cold or rain, it's because I committed to it a while back. <laughs> if I commit to it, I'll do it no matter. You well, also have said
2: about that. You
1: have a nephew who's also in the golf course superintendent industry.
3: Yep, he's uh, currently he's the assistant superintendent at the Dunes Club. And yep. He just took a job as a superintendent in uh, Johnsonville, Wellman.
2: That we new Wellman.
3: Yep. What's his name? Andy, Andy train them. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, they that it'll I, be news by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that was uh, pretty new. Yeah, they. I think they've Good been. Good for him. There, they've been moving dirt there. Oh yeah. For several months, I think. Yeah. Um, which I'm probably gonna hit you up, Chuck, and I'll probably go down there. Let's do it. Um, maybe we can go to. Florence or something, tee it up. I, I don't know exactly where this place is. But, About forty five minutes uh, from Florence. Yeah, is some really good Yeah, some yeah. good barbecue.
1: I mean, it yeah. used to
2: be a used to be a heck of a, a heck of a place from what I remember from what yeah, heard.
3: He's starting there in uh, February. Okay, February. Good for him. And um,
1: Steve Hamilton, okay with losing him?
3: It's yeah, to have to be. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve. Steve's a great guy. Steve yeah. will, you know, he's not never gonna hold anybody back or or put them into a bad situation either.
2: So. We've got our – speaking of all these amateurs, our amateur championships at the Dunes Club yeah. this August. and I can't, I'm can't. i so excited about that. I can't wait. It's been a long yeah. time since we've been back. and uh, Sorry we couldn't have worked with Andy, but I'm sure yeah. he'll be doing well yeah. uh, where he is. Yeah, the
1: Dunes Club will be a really good amateur. Although night. I'm sure it'll be raining if Biff's there.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like any other ones we've done. I think the last drive when we had was uh, maybe, maybe at Wood Creek back in 16 or whatever it was, but uh, yeah. If we, can, hey, if we can get past Dude this past August, we can we can make anything happen. I think, so. I
3: think. I think y'all are having a qualifier at my place. Yeah, we are. Y'all that.
2: always been good to us, and I know we've done a bunch of different events there and some junior events, and did a drive, chip, and putt there on the range yeah. a couple times. And we appreciate y'all being out. So, how did you end up at Willow Creek? You've been there for twenty one years. Do you remember it's a long time well, ago?
3: Well, I was uh, <laughs> at the time I was working for um, the company that owned Pebble Creek. Yeah, and. They were just going to go a different direction. They own Willow Creek at the same time. Okay. And they were going to make a change there. And uh, and my boss at the time at Pebble Creek, Sunny, um, they promoted him to like a regional superintendent. And they were like, you got to find somebody. And he says, well, I've got somebody here that can do it. And uh, sent me over there. So, uh, I, you know, when I went there, I I was thinking, man, I'll be lucky if I can stay there five years. I mean, they'll probably get rid of me. You know? Now I'm, I'm kind of hoping they let me hang around for a few more years. Well, now you
2: got um, some, uh, you got some, some, some greens you can work yeah. with with the environment we live in. I know. Yeah. So, 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 y'all had bent grass greens, I guess, for the first whatever seventeen years you were there. Yeah. And then went through the transition. You said in 19. Yeah, 19?
3: 19. So we had them for, I guess, nineteen years. And wow yeah we did that drive chip
1: and putt. it was on bent grass yeah field.
3: it is just a struggle I mean for me getting employees it's just hard to it's hard to do everything else you have to do on the golf course without just I mean your greens are the thing you really got to take care of right and that takes two or three bodies out there doing that and then I you know when I don't have but two other bodies out there mowing grass on you know you got a hundred acres of Bermuda grass, a lot of grass. It's just it's just going crazy <laughs> and trying to keep all that done it, it just i a joke with my owner and i told him i said man you're gonna have to find somebody else to do this <laughs> next year i'm done with mint grass i can't it's just i like mint grass sure and you know that's all i did for 27 years um but it's just the getting employees and finding good employees because you got to keep your eye on them you got to tend to them i mean just like
2: any other grass i guess right now but i remember going out there in july the first time i went out there i think it was an amateur qualifier i think phil pendergrass was actually running it and i remember meeting you and we were talking about it and i know one of the things that was hard for y'all with your bent grass greens was as much play as you got and those greens would get beat up with some ball marks just because they didn't heal as quick in june july august
3: yeah they're and they're tiny right i got two acres of greens and I've got 21 greens. Wow! I've got a chipping green, a putting green, and a oh, nursery. Yeah. So, um, and that's two acres. That's those are that's small. You know, the average golf course has right. three acres. So, you know, and with right last year we did 44,000 rounds. Good lord, man! There, we cannot we couldn't handle that. Um, How plus, many? we had so much con- contamination. We were we were going to have to redo them anyways. Even if we would went back with bent, um, we had to do something. They just were.
1: I think Tim Krieger said, you like having Saturdays off now?
3: Or <laughs> afternoons off? I, don't, I get every other weekend off. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, but on Saturdays at 8.30, I'm out the door, and this stuff, like, like wherever bent grass, if you let it get dry, if it gets too dry, it's not coming back. Right. Bermuda grass, if it gets dry and it turns brown, you come out there the next day and water it, it's going <laughs> to rain back up in, <laughs> in a couple of days.
2: What <laughs> variation of Bermuda grass do you have on there now? Tiff Eagle. The Tiff Eagle, mm-hmm. which is a lot of popular. I remember Columbia Country Club was one of the first ones, or maybe I don't know if it's the first one, but one yeah. of the handful of first ones that used it. And
3: well, everybody, a lot of most people went away from it, right? So yeah. For years, people stopped putting it in. They just—I don't know if we just didn't know how to maintain it, or I mean, a lot of people that have it would argue all day long that we always knew how to maintain it. But you know, I think some of the management practices and stuff have changed over time. Yeah. And a lot of people are going back to it. Uh, yep. That are that are renovating that maybe have Champion or or Mini Verde. Yeah, um, some I know some of them that are going back to Tiff Eagle. Not that there's a knock on any of those right yeah. those turf grasses, but uh, all the microclimates but,
1: are different, and
3: yeah, you don't every, know every golf course is different. You know, I How mean, number one, there's a big difference in my number one to eighteen. Is there? Oh yeah, I mean, it's just a, you know, even though we're on the same piece of property, it's. Uh, the climates are just different.
2: I've always thought it interesting, you know, with all the golf courses we see, and there's a lot of turnover in, in your industry, superintendent's in the industry. Usually, people go into bigger and better things, what have you. But I, it always seems to me, whenever, you, no matter where you go or what you do or how much knowledge you have, you come into a new facility, and like you said, you got to learn it. I mean, you got to learn the, the grounds, the facility, how it reacts, because it's not going to react the same way as what it did wherever exactly. you might have come from.
3: That's right. Yeah, you can be a mild. I mean, like this course. Is only by crow's flight three or four miles from where I'm at. Right, That's totally uh-huh. different. You know, they got rivers running through here. Yeah, and we're at Holly Tree
2: Country Club doing this today. By yeah. the way, yeah, and
3: it's just it's just a totally different climate.
1: Now this isn't um, so much a Kyle story, but I always think about the junior championship we had at his place. Yep. Okay. Yep. Jack Parrot was on nobody's radar, and huh. number nine, he hit a ball out of bounds. I think he hit a cart path and went out of bounds or something, and Bill McDonald was following him and, and watched Jack laughingly drop one and get it up and down. And and so that kind of put him on the radar. But Jack hit it. Is it 16 or 17? Is there some gunch behind the green?
3: Uh, 16 and 17. Well, 17 there's kind of a little ravine. Yeah. So Jack was leading
1: and hit his ball in there. I was like, oh, well, he's dead. We're going to have a new, you know, we might have a playoff or something. and and then he eagled 18 in regulation to get in the yep. playoff with Bryson Nimmer and eagled it to win. Oh, really? Yeah. What I always laughed about was uh, Jack's mom was funny. She was so excited, she was cussing. She's like, "Yeah, <laughs> bleak, bleak did it!" And Jack goes, "Mom, you know." It was
3: just, I was watching that. I, I saw Bryson. He he pulled his a little left on 18 and not yep. it out of bounds. Okay. Uh, with his first tee shot there, and I mean, he if it probably would have bounced if it had been a foot to the right. He'd have been up there at the And would a regulation.
2: Yeah. That 18's a good one because, I mean, it's a good risk-reward. If you, if you pull it just a little bit left, you're you, you done. It. I spent a lot of time up on the top of that hill spotting balls coming off right. the tee box <laughs> down there up there. But, um, yeah, that was always a good spot to get to. Like you said, you could, you could get you a number or you could get you an eagle real quick too. Yeah. All
1: right, so one thing that's always surprised me about Kyle ever since I worked with you guys, is he's always been around. You know, we've seen him at the official functions, but he's never actually served on the Carolina's GCSA board. Correct? Right. But you are heavily involved, and but you have served on the Upstate Turfgrass yep. Board, correct?
3: Yeah, I was on there for almost 20 years. So the on, Upstate... On the Upstate Turfgrass Association Board, yeah.
1: How big of a... How wide of an area is that? Greenville, Spartanburg?
3: Um, no, I would say kind of just below... Basically from like Musgrove Mill yep. over to Lawrence to parts of Greenwood... Okay. Up to, even into North Carolina, um, but a lot of Greenwood kind of shifted to the Midlands section because most of those guys have Bermuda grass there. I gotcha. <laughs> and from, a, from an education <laughs> side, when we do education stuff here, we used to do a lot more bent grass yeah. stuff, um, but now there's not many bent grass nope. folks left up here. So, hmm. uh, but it's basically, I would say, up to Charlotte. Or just, just south of Charlotte, over right. Rock Hill, down to Greenwood, kind of in that ballpark.
1: As you say, it's, it's part social, but also educational. Yeah. You yeah.
3: Know. I mean, it's social. We, we play golf. Um, yeah. uh, last week, we were actually having a meeting at the Clinton House. We do a sporting clays event. And then prior to that, we'll have somebody from the pesticide regulation from Clemson or somebody from DNR. We kind of flip-flop that yeah. each year. They come in and we get some education from them, and uh, and we try to have some kind of education at at every event, um, and then we try to play golf. Um, yeah, kind of thing. And we have a couple social events at night. Big they, oyster roast yeah, at Christmas. Big Christmas parties, yeah. And yeah. oyster roast, and uh,
1: so. Dur- during your twenty years, how have you? What have you seen change out there on the the landscape of superintendent world? I'm sure you're doing things different. Uh. Or is it just a tried and true...
3: I think it's... I mean, I think everything's kind of the same. Um, Over the last few years, we've had to kind of go... Have some areas that we call more native areas, natural areas. Yeah. Um, Just from a labor standpoint, trying to cut back on some labor and save on those... uh,
1: That's the big issue now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I know across a lot of industries, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean... Areas that people never hit a guy. If you hit a golf ball in there, uh, <laughs> you should be penalized, right. really. I mean, these are areas that are, you know, beside tea boxes and stuff like that. Nothing, I haven't done anything um, to Willow Creek whereas you could actually hit a ball in it. But it's, I mean, acres of grass. That right. Just let it grow up.
2: And, well, like you said, around Willow Creek, I don't think people realize unless you, you know, you kind of take it back and look. But I mean, other than just your, your playing areas, Y'all got a lot of grass, a lot of area out there to cut. I mean, it yeah, just feels. Of,
3: well, Tom Jackson um, built the golf course, and a lot of his golf courses are kind of set up where you can have people around. Oh, well, not that they they do, but, right. but they're, I don't want to say a stadium course, but a lot of right. greens. They got green surrounds where people, there's room for people to stand and watch golf. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and I don't know that it was designed that way purposely, but – I know it was like that at Pebble Creek and at Willow Creek. Both of them were designed by him. Um, so it's just a lot of areas that people don't really – Yeah. The average golfer might hit them, hit some balls in those areas, but uh, most golfers are not even going to hit right. balls in those places.
1: Saying Pebble Creek again, the reason I don't miss going to that place was if you were on number eight or nine or ten,
3: and – if it took you twenty five minutes to get back to the clubhouse.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
3: You should try that on the Greensmore.
2: <laughs> it's an hour ride. <laughs> Doing
3: three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can remember, you know, taking off on the Greensmore when I first got there. We didn't have many much staff and having to take a cup changer and get on the Greensmore and drive out the number ten <laughs> on linkside. Yeah, that's it's what I'm talking about. 25 that. 30 yeah. minute ride just to get out there. Yeah. Um,
1: I've seen a lot of good golf out there, but that was just frustrating.
2: Yeah. For those who are listening and, and might not know all the ins and outs of the superintendent world, kind of a give me a normal day. I know you got tournament days are different, but I mean, y'all are out there at the crack of dawn. I mean, it, it's for y'all lunch around ten. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, you got got to get ahead of golfers, right? You know, um, it doesn't take if if, they, if the first tea tee time if they get out there fifteen minutes early um it, everything that we do is based around getting in front of those first groups yeah so i mean you could have a mower breakdown or a cart that your setup guys on breakdown, and all that slows everything up so we gotta make sure we stay in front of the golfers but it's basically we're out there getting it just like we were out there playing golf and how we would want it and every day's our biggest day yeah basically um you know we don't really treat now like you know when you guys are coming out there of course we're going to be focused on getting everything done because we'll be doing double t's getting everything ready for y'all yeah um but basically we go to number one every day and we just get it start there do everything we would do on each hole just start here and work our way around and do um, you get excited or
1: i'm sure you're proud to show off Willow creek but when we're coming with the junior championship for four days, three days, four days, whatever it was,
3: I'm not real excited about it. I can't okay, because it it just it's a lot of mother nature, and I mean, if it can go wrong, <laughs> kind of like with if <laughs> it rains, it's, it's gonna happen. Uh, and funny. it, I mean, it's I enjoy it because it's it's kind of a change of say, pace. Goal. But yeah, it's a change of pace. Um, and getting it done, but it's while they're out there playing, it's just kind of hang on and. Yeah. Hope nothing because really I have to send my guys home. They can't we can't right. work. Yep. You know, um, but you so, got to enjoy showing the product off. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, um, um, but I, you know, I see all the bad stuff. I don't. You super do so,
2: don't change. Y'all all the same. You never, you never exactly, exactly uh, <laughs> done with it. Whatever it is, it's always, yeah. it's always something to be done better. Yeah, I mean, I
3: like, I like for people to come out there and kind of show it off. But I, all I see is the. The bads are the things that we need to get done, right. things we haven't gotten done the last six months that we've been trying to get done. Um, have you ever cut sprinklers on somebody own purpose? <laughs> not on purpose. I have done it. Though. Okay. Um, and it's easy to do uh, with ours. We have walkie-talkies that we, yeah. you know, and it, 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 you hit the wrong button. I mean, it's like <laughs> in my golf course, I've got three greens that are all tied together. Okay. And one green might be station one and two, the next one be three and four, and the next one five and six. You hit five instead of four, and they're right beside each other. It's like a phone, yeah. Um,
2: coming
3: on. <laughs> it's coming on, and it don't just go right back off. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of a process. See everybody right. running for
2: the. <laughs> well, let me. <laughs> so you, you got you said forty four thousand rounds of golf last yeah, year. We
3: did forty. Well, we did that in twenty twenty and. I would say we probably did more than that in 2021. I haven't seen the numbers.
2: How do you get, other than your normal maintenance, going out there? I mean, how do you projects? Uh, and, I mean, you just got to work around them, hope you don't mm-hmm. get hit, and try to stay out to work the best way you yep. can.
3: Most of it, we do all our stuff in-house, too, bunkers. Yeah. We redo bunkers and stuff. We do that. and just, We can go out there and work for two or three hours. Well, we we kind of, we have people tee off on number 10 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. That way we can get over the front nine to get gotcha. a little bit of work done there. Um but it's, you know, you get out there. If you're redoing a bunker, you've got three hours. And then after that, you got to pull away. did do cart, it the next day.
1: Cart traffic from those increased rounds mess with you? Mess with the turf?
3: Oh, nah. Okay. Nah. I mean, we, we've got areas that it's, they, they all drive the same place.
1: All oh, your golfers probably drive in the correct positions anyway, right? Oh, yeah.
3: You know they do. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. do exactly what they're supposed to do.
1: <laughs> so, Columbia Country Club, where I play, just got the gps, GPS unit yeah, yeah and i was in the dogfight, and i'm a i'm a cart rule guy like i follow the rules there was somebody i was playing with had to keep backing out of the because they weren't supposed to be there and over and over again and
2: well, you know those gps units now they're, they are nice i mean they keep carts where they're supposed to be but sometimes when you lay out that gps on that system you you kind of get a little too close and yeah i was at long cove going backwards on the cart path and they did not like it the where i was going i had to <laughs> I finally had to cut the thing off and put it in neutral and push it through the zone. And it wouldn't let me. I'd never left the cart path, but I had to push it through the zone to get through it. But, yeah, well. I
3: love those. I wish we had them. They're expensive, though. Um, but they're great. They're great tools. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it's – man, I see it every day. Well, I, say, I just – I try it really. I mean, unless somebody just does something just off the wall, um, I just kind of turn my head to it. Do y'all
1: have rakes at your bunkers now? Mm-hmm. Okay so what's your pet peeve that a golfer does that you just and you're a pretty laid-back guy so you probably don't lose your cool but my
3: biggest pet peeve yeah we've got a few holes where we've got rope stakes yeah and um we use the 18 inch rope stakes stepping on a rope (laughs) i mean every day we are constantly fixing those ropes i mean just lift your foot up another inch and step over it. Um, between that and parking a cart, pulling your cart a foot off the cart path or pulling it off the path, I want to say, do you do that at home? Yeah. You, yeah. you pull your cart off of the driveway <laughs> or you pull up your front door? My door. wife does. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a good point,
2: man. I never thought about the driveway analogy.
3: Yeah. But yeah. It, it's grass. I it's gonna t- grow back. It's gonna grow
2: back, but I mean, I'm you know, we when, when we officiate golf tournaments, we use we generally go backwards, so we see everybody. You know, we face them. We, we don't have to get stuck with the same group going for us. So we generally go backwards, and I spend a lot of my time watching people play golf. Right, right. It's not a whole lot of rules going on all the time. I can't tell you how much time I spent putting rope and stake back up <laughs> around car paths, just for superintendent friends that are out there, and I can feel your pain because, yeah. like you said, it just just a little bit well, hard. Yeah, just, just
3: step over it. Yeah, just step over the thing. It's not that not that hard. <laughs> but in car path only, I had some guys the other day. I st- I stopped them on like, number fifteen. They were out there driving. on the, I said, guys, this car path only. Well, we didn't know. Yeah. Well, we put a sticker <laughs> in the scorecard. The starter tells them where they check in, we got a car path only there. Plus, we got a sign on one and 10 T's both. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, just keep it on the path. And then I'll see them again two mm-hmm. holes later, and they're off the path. They know what they're doing. And I'm like, uh, Come on.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, they're just... And you're not so, a
1: small guy either. You could, yeah. If
2: you came to me and told me to do something, I'd do it by God. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I didn't know anything about you. I know. Yeah, man, I'm all I'm a big teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs>
3: he is a big teddy bear. There's no <laughs> doubt about I, that. I can so. Blow it off. Uh, I mean, not, I, you know, I've had him come back at me though, You know, when, once that happens, then we're going to a different <laughs> world. But, uh, but just you know, if you're in the wrong, you're wrong, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, know it. it. Don't don't lie about it. Don't try to make excuses just keep the thing back on the
2: path and play golf Dif- different subject from golf real quick because I-, I got to experience my first nascar race a couple uh, years ago yeah. with alan alan took me to to darlington Kyle's was there. yeah Kyle's well, that's what i know yeah. that's what i was getting at we-, we went down there and sat there and hung out with y'all and did some of the yep. pre- pre-game pre is that what you call it nascar i'm not a big nascar Tailgate, person yeah uh, but alan likes to tell people where I- he took me into that in- in- into the track and we had two lightning delays, yes, I think. first time ever we had to clear the stands <laughs> yes. for lightning delays. <laughs> he told me I couldn't come back. I haven't been back <laughs> since I don't even think so. you
1: walked up in the stands that year, did mm-hmm. you? Yeah. No, we left. Yeah. My wife was yeah. about going to Bristol, and I said, I think Kyle and Anna go.
3: You yeah, going? she hadn't ever been. She's, okay. We've been up there for like a Hooters race. Her brother-in-law did some of that. Um, wow. But uh, she hadn't been to a cup race there. But I usually go. I try to go there Do once. you go to – Pretty good. Um, I used to go to seven or eight of them a year. Really races, yeah. But I, I don't know. I kind of once I met her, she's she likes to go to tailgate and stuff. She don't care nothing about. Well, the I was
2: about days. to say when I saw you in the in the setup y'all had it, it wasn't as much about going to watch the race. It was about the, about the time beforehand, and um, <laughs> y'all had a heck of a setup. I <laughs> that mean, was yeah. a friend.
1: That was yeah. your friend's camper. Remember yeah. that? And they had the little yeah. pool outside. That's right. They Had a pool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Needed yeah. too. It was hot. You I love
3: going, but. It's,
1: You shared a picture with me back when we did the Pulling Weeds podcast with the Haas family and Dillard and you, of you and Bill when y'all were little, Yeah,
3: correct? Give me a good Bill story
1: when he was young. You got something you can share?
3: Yeah, um, I'll never forget. We were over at – they were living at Green Valley at that time, and Jay had a Ferrari. I said something to Jay about this. I think (laughs) when we did our last, he didn't really remember it, but I I remember Jay was out there waxing that Ferrari – and me and my dad were over there for something I can't remember, but um, Bill and Jay, little Jay, they were out playing, and the saint had a sandbox close to there. And I remember Bill took a handful of sand and threw it up on that Ferrari, mm. and back, I knew back then that that was bad. Yeah, yeah. I was, but I was still young. I'm only a few years older than Bill, but um, I knew I said, this this ain't gonna work out good. But Jay, being the guy Jay Haas is. Uh, Jay didn't get on to them or nothing. Uh, I mean, and Jay had some hot rods. Yeah, Mustangs uh, and stuff. A it? lot of Mustangs and stuff at one time. And But that Ferrari, I I just I thought that was going to be a bad one <laughs> wow. But, But yeah, I'll yeah. never forget when Bill did that. And he, didn't, I don't, he didn't get in trouble in front of me. Yeah, uh, I was shocked.
2: Man. Hap tells a story back in the day when his, one of his first nice cars that his family had, Dad went out there to go. Cleaned it up and took one of those electric chamois or whatever, and he kind of went down the thing and it kind of put this nice, nice, nice looking, you know, kind of took the paint off, basically what it did. <laughs> and he did the whole car because it just shined it, you know. And his dad came down and saw that thing and said, did you get a little sand in the chamois? He goes, "Yeah, Dad, I must have got some sand in the oh, chamois. wow! <laughs> he Man. got his tail beat for that one. <laughs> but back to Jay, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine I'd ever forget having a Ferrari. You know what no. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean.
1: Did you go watch him when he was on PGA tour? Yeah. I yeah. mean,
3: I went. Uh, I mean, as long as I remember, we used to go to Augusta at least, like for the practice rounds. Oh, and stuff. really? Yeah. And then uh, and when they started doing the the whole ticket thing, where you couldn't walk up and buy a ticket, we right. started going to Heritage. There you go. And, <laughs> Too uh, much hassle.
2: Yeah. But now you probably get... more fun at the Heritage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can Heritage. probably get in the Masters now. You can. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah I can was with it? my card. Right. Um, but this was like prior to yeah. that. Um, it was just. Got so hard to get tickets and stuff, and I don't like. I could call Jan, right. and Jay, and ask for tickets, but I don't like. They would those. do it though. J- I won't tell oh, you what yeah. Jay
2: Haas might be one of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. You know, we name our junior player of the year after <clears> him, and just this past year, uh, it was it was it was him in the winter, and they they sat there and just talked for yeah. 30, 40 minutes, just had a good old conversation. I mean, it was yeah. just fantastic.
3: Yeah, good I've, family. I've been playing in our family tournament. Like I say, since probably 88, I guess. And our last tournament was pre-COVID. It um, was the first time I got to play golf with Jay. Okay. And uh, he and I were on the same team together. Joe you win? No, I think we come in second, though. Must have been a handicap <laughs> event. No. Well, it was me. It was me. He had me. But, I mean, Jay can still... Bomb
2: it. When we started, and uh, not we, when they started the Monday after the Masters and before it was the Monday after the Masters, they did it at Spring Valley. Right, it's a long time ago, right? And Jay played in it, and my dad, being part of it, brought me out there, and he was going to let me caddy, and I got to caddy for Jay. Yeah, and Jay pulls his t- PGA Tour bag out of the back of his vehicle. He's let me get a couple things out of there real quick to help you out because I'm what 13, 14 years yeah. old. Bag is almost as big as I am. <laughs> He pulled out, he must have pulled out 10 dozen golf balls, like four pairs of shoes. I said, Keep on pulling out, pro. I I cannot carry this big sucker, man. We had a great time. He's as nice as he could be. He's a great guy. Man.
1: What's your favorite golf course in South Carolina?
2: Country Club of Charleston. Is it really?
3: Good choice.
1: Just like the layout.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've just always enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, All my favorite are in that area. Are they really? Yeah, Yamans. Okay. Um,
1: God, you a Kiowa guy? No,
3: okay. I I've, I've played a couple of Kiowa. Core. I mean, they're they're good. Yeah, they're good. yeah. Bulls um, Bay, Bulls Bay's in there. My third, I, I would say probably Country Club of Charleston, Yamen's, then Charlie's place, and um, Yemassee. Oh, uh, Cherokee. Cherokee. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I played it a few times, and then probably Bulls Bay.
2: Yeah. Cherokee's a good spot. If you, a lot of people don't even aren't even familiar with it because there's not we only have about twenty members. I think. Um <laughs> First time
3: I went there, I'd never even heard of it.
2: Right, right. I don't Dude. think a lot of people Dude. have. They did a Shell's wonderful water golf there with uh Ernie Els, Ernie Els, yeah. and and one other, and they they made it so hard from understanding the stories I heard. They they made it so hard that the agents or whoever's involved said, if y'all don't ease this thing up on the second nine, we're pulling our two guys <laughs> and we're out of here. <laughs> yeah, and they I, were a couple over par, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, I think they did. But I mean, that was the first place I went, and I had to go measure it before they opened it up, measured it, and rated it. And you know, nobody knows about it. And I think the ultimate goal was 50 members at a million dollars a pop, and they couldn't do it. They ended up like 20, so they said, We're just gonna hit y'all for 2 million and yeah. be done. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember I had a Ford Taurus at the time, and I pulled down that dirt drive, and I left my car, and I went and played, and had dip cups and everything inside. I come back, and <laughs> my car is gone. I said, but where's my car? I'm like 25, 26 years old. They, they'd gone to wash my Ford Taurus Whoa. and threw away all the dip cups. And so I'd had nothing. I'm spitting out the wind on the way down the dirt drive, getting it dirty again. But yeah. it was a, you it was know, a cool place. You don't
1: know how legendary that Ford Taurus was. That <laughs> Ford Taurus. We ran some Taurus. golf tournaments in that Ford Taurus, boy. <laughs> Ford right. Taurus could talk. And it had one CD that had the same songs on it. Was great. <laughs> uh,
3: Stuck in the radio. You get oh it yeah. <laughs> I can tell
1: you, it had an Inner Sandman, and it also had the violent films blistering the sun.
2: Yep, yep. They still popular tunes around my house.
1: <laughs> uh, funny story, real quick about Kyle. Before we let him go, is that we were in a the Golf Course Superintendents Association Golf Industry Show in Orlando a few years ago, and we had played golf one day somewhere. I can't remember. Played at Disney, yeah. okay. And then the next day we were going to play somewhere else, and Kyle's like, "Yeah, I, I can't make it." He was playing at Bay Hill that day. Oh, nice! <laughs> he had a, nice. a vendor pass with.
3: <laughs> that is a beast. Yeah, that is a never seen it. Been, never been around it. Nope. We were we played it as probably a month before the yeah. Invitational. I mean the rough was five to six inches deep, ryegrass, thick as any overseed you could ever be on. Mm. Yeah. Um as long.
2: Makes you appreciate how good those guys are out there to play that yeah. golf course.
3: And Deschambeau drove number six or yep. drove it to the right of the green. You can't um, do that? No. <laughs> I hit I I hit a driver good and I hit five iron <laughs> and I didn't even get to where he was at. uh. uh. But, yeah, it's a, that was a great golf course. That's a good one.
1: All right, you got any parting words of wisdom for our golfers, what they should do on the golf course properly, what they shouldn't do? Here's your
2: chance Obey to Obey the signs up there. This is well, your chance I mean, just
1: treat it speak. like
3: it's your own, you know. Um, there you go. You know, when you, when you drive out there, drive, go out there like you was driving into your yard at home. <laughs> treat it the same <laughs> That's way. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and drive the golf carts like they're your car. Yeah. Uh you know, I see people acting like their bumper cars and stuff.
1: It's just
2: <laughs> those things are expensive. They me. are very expensive.
1: All right, last question. Have you had any you seen any golf cart wrecks on your facility? Ditches oh, yeah. or anything? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Flipped
3: over carts in creeks.
1: That you had to get out.
3: Yeah. We had one in front of number fourteen. There's two cart signs that point you back to the path. <laughs> And it was cart path only that day. They went right between the signs and thought they should try to drive through the creek. Mm, really? Um, I you, mean, you couldn't go through the... this creek on a, on a, on a, right, on a quad, right. a four-wheeler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, they, you know, yeah. I mean, some, I think some of that's intentional, you know, sometimes. But Some of it's some um, alcohol involved. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because I like to drink when I play yeah. golf, but I'm not going to do nothing that stupid. Right, right. right. Um,
2: well, I got to tell you, man. I, you know, and like I said, we run a bunch of golf tournaments. We're around the state. We deal with the superintendents, and and we deal with the Carolina PGA guys a lot. But I love working with the superintendents. I mean, y'all, y'all get out there, you you, you hustle, you make things happen. There, there's so many things that happen behind the scenes that your members or your general playing public doesn't know. They have no clue what goes on yeah. behind the scenes early in the morning or late in the evening or, or whatever it might be yeah um so it's a credit to you and, and your your brother and are out there doing everything to make make stuff happen
3: thank you i appreciate it I always i got some buddies that they always kind of laugh at me and say man you're just a grass cutter <laughs> and that's what i tell them all the time i'm just a grass farmer just grass cutter. you know i mean Humble. they have no idea no uh,
2: i had no clue um the knowledge, the science, the luck—I mean, there's a lot of that involved with the whole, the whole aspect of it. But you've, yep. you've obviously figured it out for 21 years at one spot. So.
3: Yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't just—we're not just cutting grass. I mean, like at my place, I'm involved in our accounting aspect of it, payroll, human resource, all that stuff. I'll say what and, chemicals
1: are you put on the ground right now—fungicides,
3: herbicides? Uh, we did put some fungicides down with this snow and stuff coming in. You can't um, be but, happy with the hot and cold, hot and cold. No, I mean the week of Christmas, week after Christmas, kind of knocked us for a loop yeah. this year. Um, I got back, my fairways were green, I mean, so <laughs> we could have mowed them. And here we're getting, we're this is the time where you can spray them. A lot of people use uh, Roundup. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, and it's, right now, you really because you're not gonna kill
1: Bermuda, it. you're gonna kill the other stuff.
3: Yeah, and it yeah, you probably wouldn't kill a Bermuda, but you still don't want to set it back. Yeah, so that's it's just. Hopefully we're going to be back dormant here in the next couple of weeks. I know
2: was, uh, this is the right before our event at Columbia Country Club. My wife works there, so I know a little bit more about there than anywhere else. I know Sam is there, and he they said they had a, they had to mow fairways that last weekend of, 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 December. Tor- yeah, of December. Yeah, December.
3: So never seen that happen before. Where it's crazy? I mean, I've seen us have warm weather, but. Um, not almost 80-degree days. And yeah. Well, as I'm looking
2: at the snow behind your head here at high <laughs> Tree Country Club, I think we're catching back up now on, on yeah. average temperature, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, and it's
3: going to be cold even once this is out of here. We're still going to have some cold weather the next you know, next week or so, right. low temperatures, getting up to the low 20s.
1: that really sets up next year, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. How your grass yeah. performs.
3: Yeah. And, and I mean, we're putting out chemicals and stuff now to keep from getting weeds. And, right. Right. Because uh, all those are, come March, they're going to be trying to germinate. So we'll yeah, I need to, to come
1: by your shop, grab a bag of two or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. On. Heritage. On. You got Heritage laying around? Yeah, I do. Well, Kyle, thank you, my man. Thank hey, you, bud. Thanks for having Appreciate me.
2: Appreciate everything you do for us and part of the association, part of the golf industry. I mean, the industry itself is the yeah. reason, reason we're successful in South Carolina is because of you and, and, and everybody that's involved trying to, trying to keep the game and do the best for the game. So, thank you.
3: Yeah. Thank you all for having me.